Hi everyone, welcome to Conservative Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah B., and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and of course, the destruction of the progressive left by refocusing us on those F-bombs that truly matter, faith, family, friendship, and now more than ever, freedom. As always, you can catch me over on Instagram at LadyDevilDogUSMC, as well as my backup account, which is Conservative Mama Podcast. And you may also shoot me an email, if you so desire, at ConservativeMamaPodcast at gmail.com. So, thank you everybody for tuning in. It is Wednesday, the 24th of March. I am pretty certain you can hear my idiot cat in the background singing the song of his people. Um, The doofus doesn't realize that uh, his food dish just got filled upstairs and he needs to take his chunky butt up there and quit his whining. But you know how cats are. Um... You know, he's a really, he's actually a really great cat. Um, even for people who don't like cats, there I've got a couple of friends that aren't real fond of them, but they like him. Um, and I think it's mostly because on some level he's just a dog. Uh, don't tell him I said that. But um, yeah, he is. He's very cuddly. Um, he likes to play, but he is a lot like a dog. Um, and... For those of you that are curious, because some of you are cat people, he is a very large cat. He is the same size as my Boston Terrier, and I'm pretty certain they weigh the same. It's ridiculous. So the little cat, we have two, Um, the little cat is like half his size. He's maybe five pounds um, to Bo's like, I don't know, 20. It's ridiculous. He's totally ridiculous. But the vet swears up and down he's not overweight. I don't know. When you look at him, he looks a little chunky to me, but when you look at me, I feel like I'm probably a little chunky too, so who am I to judge, right? Anyway, it is Wednesday, which means we have made it to hump day, which means tomorrow is Friday Eve, and I am very glad about that because I have been working on an SOP for work regarding biologics. You know that's one of my favorite topics since we cover vaccines quite a bit here on this show and most specifically the COVID vaccine, right? Um, But I'm writing this at work, and it really, I'm really ready to be done with it. Um, Hopefully I will have something to give to the boss on Friday that will be robust enough and yet not such that it will shoot us in the foot by um, basically just sort of hamstringing us to um, certain things. Anyway, all of that is just me. It's just my personal stuff. Um, Just suffice to say that right now my house is going crazy. Uh, All of the pets have decided to run amok. And I apologize for the noise in the background, but there's nothing I can do about it. They're nuts. Anyhow, so I've got a couple of things I want to talk to you guys about tonight and really see... um, if I've got my finger on the pulse here, or if you guys think I'm wildly off base, um, what do you think? So first and foremost, is this outrageous bill that has passed the House to literally no one's surprise. Um, it is a uh, an election reform bill. And of course, they name it something cute like, um, I don't know, the People's Care Act or some garbage like that, right? Like they always give it this name. Um, and then you can just automatically assume it's going to be exactly the opposite of whatever benevolent name they've given to it, right? Like, you guys remember, and I'm not saying the Democrats are the only ones who do this, because Republicans do this too. We saw um, the Patriot Act underneath uh, George Bush, right? 
Um, and that was a huge government overreach. I guess, you know, screw our First and Fourth Amendments. <laughs> then those are just the two that we know about. What else is it? So, you know, once again, the federal government has decided that they know what's best. And, you know, ultimate power is the main goal here. This bill, they call it an election reform bill. And I guess when I hear reform, I try to think of something more positive, but I suppose it suits the, um, I suppose it suits what they've done here, right? They're reforming everything. So we passed with zero Republican support. This bill would basically do away with the state sovereignty um, and state control of elections, right? So basically what it is, is what we saw in 2020, which was the complete disaster of our election process. It was... um, you know, fraudulent on so many levels. We had, you know, people voting many times. We know this. They posted it all over their social media. Nothing became of them, but God forbid you were present and accounted for, not rioting, but just present and accounted for on January 6th uh, at the Capitol. Then you may wind up on an FBI blacklist. But for those people who actually broke federal law and state law by voting multiple times, um, yeah, nothing will become of the, will become of it because, you know, why enforce laws that are already on the books? So it's a little bit crazy, but that just happens to be one thing. This bill also allows for automatic registration, voter registration, right? So if you get a driver's license, automatically registered, you get a welfare check, automatically registered, you get, um, you know, you go to a public university, guess what? Automatically registered. And you think, gee, how could that go wrong? Well, here's a couple of ways. Now we, I mean, we know for a fact that illegal aliens get driver's licenses. Um, I know that they do here in Illinois. Uh, Our governor was like, sure, why not? Chicago's all in, right? Um, Another issue is, uh, you know, illegal aliens also attend our public universities. Hmm. Should they be voting in our elections if they are not citizens of the country? Short answer, no. Um, but then also we have I'm, uh, felons. What about felons? Felons can get a driver's license, can't they? Sure they can. You know, And it's amazing to me that the Democrats want power so badly that they will, um, you know, of course they're going to do this disgusting overreach. Uh, you know darn well that if they thought for a moment that anybody was just going to, that would just increase the voter base for the Republicans, uh, the Democrats would be absolutely against it. But you know that it won't because historically, um, these two groups of people vote Democrat, historically. Um, you know, some would wonder why don't they have their best interests in mind, um, you know, their own self-best interest, but you know, I guess that goes without saying. So that is just one example of the, um, I'm running a circus here. I'm not even kidding you. Like, I don't know what's going on with the pets. I apologize for the background crap. Um, but I mean, that's just one, that's just one example of this, of this bill, two examples maybe. Right. So 
I guess my question is, when did it become difficult to vote? I mean, that's what they're running on. That's what the Democrats go on. Oh, it's so difficult to vote. Is it? I mean, what I find racist is the fact that you assume that black and brown people can't seem to find an ID in which to vote. Like, asking them to find it, to produce an ID, that's racist. Really? Assuming that they don't have one is racist, considering that all of us need an ID to fly or to buy liquor, or to purchase a vehicle, or rent a home, or rent an apartment, or lease a vehicle, (laughs) you know, any number of things. You want to purchase a firearm? You have to have an ID, right? So why is it only when it comes to voting, is it impossible to mandate a voter ID? Like you, you just can't do it. Oh, it's, it's so racist. Well, like I said, it's pretty racist to assume that People can produce an ID for welfare checks and for liquor and for a driver's license, uh, or I mean um, renewal, but they they can't find one to give to the voting block. Like when you go to, to vote, you can't show an ID? Hmm, interesting. It's, it's uh, racist, really, what the Democrats think of people, especially black and brown people. So, you know, and I just, I'm using their words, not mine. I mean, they, they, they're the ones who say it. It's just ridiculous, right? So now we're going to see 2020 on full repeat. A Republican will never win again unless the Republican toes the line of the Democrat or the, the far left. And um, we will never see another Trump again. Never, 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 never if this goes through. So the good news is that it does have a battle at the Senate, right? Because it needs, it, it needs 10 Republicans to vote yes. We already know four are going to do it, right? We already know four are going to do it. Um, Mittens Romney is going to be one of them, hands down. Mittens Romney is going to be one. So we already know that there are a couple of uh, Benedict Arnolds amongst us. But four is not ten. And it's ridiculous that... um, Can you hear all of this? This is so awful. But it is what it is. These animals are dumb. Um, You know, it's still... You know, we still have hope because, again, four is not ten. Um... And so I'm hoping that there's going to be an uphill climb. Mitch McConnell sees this as an issue. Um, You know, Ted Cruz sees this as an issue. You know, it, it really isn't surprising. I think most Republicans see this as an issue. I think most Republicans realize what happened in 2020. I, I think I've said it before, but... At no other time in history did a sitting president with the gains that President Trump had in his first term lose his second term, especially to a basement-dwelling Democrat, do-nothing, Joe Biden. Like, not in 100 million years would that have ever happened had they not enacted voter fraud um, on the grand scale, which was mail-in ballots. So... 
you know, this thing is going to have to get through the Senate. It's a disgusting bill. Um, if you want to read up a little bit more about it, I suggest you go to the OAN network um, and they have it posted there. You guys can read it for yourselves. Um, it's not great. It's, it's you know, it's terrible, but uh, it shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody because you know the democrats are all about power they do not they do not care about their constituents they do not care about anybody but themselves and power and if they can hold on to it forever um we will be looking more like communist china before we know it so that being said um as our election process basically burns at the stake um, and we know our, our Supreme Court is nowhere to be found. They couldn't be bothered. Um, and my guess is they still can't be bothered. Um, they're too busy, you know, practicing potions in in their their chambers, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they're out looking for who knows what, the Sorcerer's Stone. But they're certainly not defending the Constitution. So, um, you know, it's sort of ridiculous but as all of this is going on, um, where was it going with that? Oh, these animals, they're just driving me nuts. <laughs> this is this is probably the worst. This is the worst podcast yet. <laughs> Sorry. I wish I could say I was drinking, but honestly, I think if that if I were, I would throw my glass at one of these animals. Honestly, they're going to all wind up outside tonight. Um, but I digress. So anyhow, uh Thanks to them, I've lost my train of thought. So I'm just going to move to my second point. I apologize. Um, my second, or my my, sep- my second topic. Oh, now we're all on the struggle bus. Toot toot! I'm driving. Oh, that was awful. I should just edit the whole thing out. I should just edit somebody else in. <laughs> That's where we're at tonight. This is awful. Just awful. Um, you know, I want to discuss. Uh, the shootings that have happened in Colorado and Georgia. Now, you know, we we just spoke about the election bill that passed through the House. Um, that's not the only one. The I'm just going to come right come right out and say this. I, you know, I'm going to tip my hat to Alex Jones. I'm going to put on my Alex Jones mask. Uh, my my try my gravelly voice because I don't know if I've got a cold or it's allergies or a mixture of both. It's callergies. Um, but, uh, there is a bill on the house floor, unless I am mistaken and it has already passed. It may have, I'm not sure because it's, uh, the Senate is talking about it now which would greatly infringe and restrict our second amendment rights. I mean greatly to the nth degree, right? Um if you are a law-abiding gun owner, this is going to be a shotgun blast in the face to you. If you are a criminal, this is not going to affect you at all. Not going to affect you at all. But then let's be totally honest, uh no gun law actually does. Um, but for those of us who are law-abiding citizens, uh, it would be very difficult. It would actually be uh, against the law to purchase a um, high-capacity magazine, uh, assault weapons, 
specifically rifles, whatever an assault rifle is, um, would now be outlawed for the second time. Um, let's see. And you would have to turn them in. <laughs> Hilarious, right? You would also have to register. There would be this long wait process, you know, uh, for gun purchasing. You'd have to explain why you need one. All of these things that, like, completely infringe upon your Second Amendment right. So, like I said, I'm putting on the Alex Jones hat. Here we go. Some of you can jump down this rabbit hole with me, and some of you are going to be like, no, check, please, thank you, but no, thank you. The shootings that occurred in Colorado and Georgia, I don't know about the rest of you, but my my spidey senses tell me it's a false flag. They're both false flags. Now, I'm not saying that people weren't actually injured. For all I know, they were. Um, I'm not saying that the whole thing was staged and we're going to see a David Hogg out there for the fifth time being a victim somewhere, right? Like, isn't he, he was pictured like a two or three different um, events where, like tragic events, yeah, suspicious AF, thank you. Anyhow, I mean, nobody is that unlucky, nobody. But, um, you know, what I'm saying here is uh, <laughs> how better to get what they want when they have fresh blood, right? Because it was Rahm Emanuel who coined the phrase, never let a, a uh, good crisis go to waste, and Honestly, it's not above the Democrats to create a crisis. Now, I am not sitting here and saying that I believe that Nancy Pelosi and her ilk got together and schemed a plan where people were going to uh, commit murder in Colorado and Atlanta, Georgia. I'm not saying that. But it isn't beyond our twisted officials higher up in the food chain than I can think of that couldn't have concocted something like that. We have seen countless times things that make you go, hmm, at every one of these events. Every one that you go, wait, what? What happened? That seems suspicious. Uh, I'm thinking case in point of Aurora, Colorado, right? Remember that one where the guy came out and he was so dazed? Like he was definitely on some kind of mind-altering drug but it was almost like he had been brainwashed. I mean, just, and then there's nothing else to see here. We don't hear very much about that anymore, do we? Um, and, uh, and Sandy Hook, you know what? Tragic. But I've got some daggone questions about that. And this may be the most unpopular podcast I've ever done. But I've got some freaking straight up questions about Sandy Hook Elementary. Number one, why were the first responders not allowed into the buildings until 30 minutes later, at least 30 minutes later? Why were there porta johns and a media tent set up before the first responders got there? Interesting. Who were the two guys that were originally stopped by cops? Who were those two guys? And why did, you know, oh, those guys weren't involved? Really? So you didn't detain them for like, what, Two days just to make sure nothing? You just took their word for it? Really? Why was it classified by the FBI and then the building raised to the ground so no further investigations could ever be done? You know what? That's never happened before. It didn't happen at Columbine, and it didn't happen at NIU, and it didn't happen uh, at Virginia Tech. Hmm, interesting. Why was this one classified? The others weren't classified. 
and they were all tragic. Anytime somebody loses their life, it's tragic. It doesn't matter how. It's just awful. Hmm. Interesting. But we don't, we can't ask these questions. Oh no, we can't ask these questions. Look, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm not trying to dig up old wounds and I'm not trying to, you know, make parents feel pain. I'm not trying to do that. But I think before I hand over my weapons uh, to a federal government with a long history of uh, murdering people, yeah, I'm talking about ours, uh, murdering unarmed people, Native Americans, where are you at? You want to you wanna weigh in here? Nothing? No? Nothing to say? Um, I'm just kidding. They probably have a lot to say. But before I... Uh, am forced to turn over my weapons, don't you want some of these questions answered? I'd sure like some more information about what happened in Las Vegas. Whatever happened to that guy? I mean, we know he died, but <laughs> we don't have any more answers. Nobody's asking questions. Nobody cares. Really? Really? All those cameras in a casino, not one of them caught this guy going up the stairs with these weapons or going into an elevator. Nothing. They just magically appeared. Maybe he was part of the Supreme Court and he just Wingardium Leviosa'd them up to his room. Who knew? I don't know. So I'm just saying, this bill um, is on the House floor if it hasn't just already passed. Um, but Ted Cruz is talking about it. Lindsey Graham is talking about it. This is going to do absolutely nothing to enforce the laws already on the books. This is not going to do anything to um, federally prosecute criminals who are illegally purchasing weapons and thereby using them because we know that's what happens. They walk right through gun laws. They don't go to a Cabela's. They're not showing any ID. They're buying them on the street. And while we're at it, I've already said this once before, at least, Joe Biden, you care to explain to the rest of us who are listening about Fast and Furious in which you and your buddy, President Barack Obama, managed to quote unquote, lose, I don't know how many weapons in a failed sting operation uh, in order to try to catch the cartels. Really? So now the cartels have the weapons. Fabulous. Fabulous China Joe. That sounds like just the thing somebody would do intentionally because I can't fathom anybody being that damn dumb and sitting at the levels that you and President Barack Obama were sitting at. Are you kidding me? Oh, well, it was a sting operation. Went, we just happened to lose the weapons. We don't know where any of them went. Hmm. Bet you they went to the street. So... Ergo, you're kind of responsible, aren't you? You shouldn't own a weapon either. Folks, I know I said this here the other night. Um, <laughs> they wouldn't be pushing so hard to grab the weapons if somewhere in the background they were not maybe sort of kind of, I don't know, planning something the likes of which you may want to shoot them for. Do you understand? Now, again, I'm not advocating for violence, and I'm not saying do anything violent. I'm just saying they wouldn't push this hard if they, if they weren't going to do something that you might want to come after them for. Remember who's still living behind the chain link wall and the razor wire atop that and still being guarded by our National Guard 
who don't get the hotels that uh, the illegal migrants coming across the border are being given. No, no, the National Guard gets to sleep on floors, you know, because, because it's just how they do, you know. We have seen a complete, utter shift from a president who supported and loved this country supported and loved our military and our law enforcement officers to an administration that hates this country, that absolutely completely disrespects our military and our law enforcement officers and really has no, no conscious, conscience towards them at all. Nothing. Biden and Kamala can't even be bothered to salute them. Disgusting. Disgusting. Complete shift. So, you know, the, um, the uh, Republican senators are fighting back. Matt Gates, Ted Cruz, the huge, right? Um, but ladies and gentlemen, we don't have the Senate. Okay, I don't know what it's going to take. We ha- like I've already said, we've got some Benedict Arnolds in there. Um, but I can tell you this, regardless of whatever passes, you would be an absolute fool to turn over your weapons. There's no gun buyback. I didn't purchase a single one of my weapons from the federal damn government. You can't afford my weapons. You're too busy handing out stimulus checks. <coughs> Excuse me. There's uh, you don't have any money left. How are you going to afford my weapons? <coughs> Excuse me. I've got a cold or allergies. Callergies. I think that's where we're going to call them. Callergies. But they can't, they can't afford our weapons. They don't have any money. Our money, the stimulus check, this isn't being backed by anything. It's not being backed by gold. It's not. It sounds good. Oh, hey, we got our stimulus check. Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. But we're shooting ourselves economically in the foot. So when it comes down to this weapons, do not give them up. Do not. And I'll tell you it for a couple of reasons, not the least of which is because if everything goes to crap, and I don't think it will, but if everything goes to crap and society collapses as we know it, society as we know it collapses, you're going to want to hang on to those things because you know what? At the end of the day, you're going to need something. You're going to need something because your money's not going to be worth anything. And remember, if you guys went and you saw the videos that I posted where these people in Europe and Australia are just being attacked, they don't have weapons to fight back with. That's the difference between us and them. And unfortunately, we can't do anything to make their lives better right now. But we sure as hell can make sure that we're not going quietly into that dark night. The federal government could not pass its own background check. The one currently in place right now if you want to purchase a firearm. The federal government could not pass. Full stop. They couldn't pass. They have a history of massacring people, especially the Native Americans. They have a history of 
uh, using mind-altering drugs like LSD on unknowing civilians, testing viruses on black Americans, syphilis, for that was what the one I'm talking about, Tuskegee. Some of you have no idea what I'm talking about because you might be too young. Others, you know exactly what I'm saying. Either way, look it up. Duck, duck, go that thing. Oh yeah, the federal, the federal government is not our friend. With the overreach in their, their, for power in this election reform, they want to take the power away from the states, which means they want to remove the power from you. The only way that they get full control of the American citizens and turn us from citizens to subjects is by then removing our right to defend ourselves. This has nothing to do with what happened in Aurora. It has nothing to do with Colorado. It has nothing at all to do with protection any more than the lockdowns and everything else have anything to do with health and safety. It's a load of garbage. Wake up. Wake up. If you think I'm sitting here just, you know, talking because I like to hear myself talk and, you know, oh, it's just conspiracy, we're well past the point of conspiracy. It's not conspiracy if they are telling us what they're going to do. We know Joe Biden is in bed with China. He's getting paid. Everything that's going on right now looks an awful lot like what what happens over in China. The censorship, the constant um, uh, surveillance, total control. Is that really what we want? So I'm telling you now, if this thing passes and we lose our elections forever, because it'll never come back, and if we lose our Second Amendment, which is totally illegal, you owe it to yourself and to your family to not register anything and don't give anything back. They didn't, you didn't purchase it from them. Don't you dare give anything back. Because at the end of the day, they're not giving up their weapons. They've got their finger on the nuke button. They've got their finger on the military. They're not giving up their weapons. They still get guarded by police officers who are good men and women who go to work every day protecting them. The Capitol Police are some of the best funded police in the nation, if not the best funded police force in the nation. Isn't that strange? The Capitol Police Force, the men and women who serve at the Capitol, their departments are the best funded. Isn't that strange? And it's, I mean, the president himself has secret security, so that's different. Isn't that strange? Where these people sit, Mr. and Mrs. Gun Control, rights for thee, but not for you, right? You know, rights for me, but not for thee, right? So Joe Schmo out here in Midwest America can't protect himself or herself when somebody's breaking in the door? Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Come and take them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will catch you again on Friday. Friday fun day. Um, I apologize again for the circus in the background. My dog is apparently running laps through the house now. Uh, 
I got nothing. I honest, I don't know what the hell is the matter with these animals. So I apologize for all of the background noise, for my coughing. <laughs> ah, pray for me, folks. Pray for me. This this allergies I've got here, whatever the hell is going on, um, is just driving me crazy. All right, so have a great evening. I will talk to you again on Friday. Love and God bless and hang in there. We are not giving up this fight. Have a great night. Yeah.